What's going on, everybody? Daryl Freighter, the club CEO here. And we have another amazing episode of the My DJ Story podcast brought to you by the club app, the number one live streaming app for DJs and partygoers. Today, we have my brother, DJ Just 100. Brother, can you please introduce yourself to the people who you are and where you're from? Hi, my name is uh, DJ Just 100. Uh, you can also call me Jason. Uh, originally from uh, Detroit, Michigan, but I live in Houston, Texas right now. Awesome, brother. We're super excited to have you here on the My DJ Story podcast. So we want to hear your story within the DJ industry. So walk us through the beginning. What sparked your interest to become a DJ and walk us through your story from there? Yeah, yeah. So really, I would say the start of me wanting to become a DJ was uh, kind of tied into just my love of music uh, in general. So um, it's funny, like one of my earliest memories was actually uh, taking some of my, my mother's like old, like 45 uh, records and like, you know, putting them on, on an actual like old school turntable. And um, and that was kind of like my, my introduction to to music as a whole. Um, so um, played band in high school, was a music major in college, um, studied music technology. Uh, really uh, production was um, like where I thought I, I would land um, on it. Um, but one thing that I noticed was all my favorite producers had one thing in common. Uh, they were all DJs. And so it made me kind of like take a step back and say, okay, maybe there's something to the art of being a DJ and like actually learning the craft that that pays off in, in, in production. Um, and so um, at the time I was needed to make a, a choice between like getting back into um, you know, production or starting off, you know, becoming a DJ. Uh, and for me, it was like, I know the DJ can have um, a way to pay off, you know, like instantly, whereas production, you know, like there's just like, a, a, you know, even if you put out a song today and it streams today, you're not getting that check to next quarter, you know? So it's one of those things where I was like, well, let me, you know, learn how to learn how to DJ and, um, at the time, this was like actually right before um, um, like the outbreak started. So I had a, a friend um, that my like my wife knew and her boyfriend was a DJ. He mostly just d does like private parties, things like that. But he was able to just kind of show me the uh, like the basics of, you know, how to actually use the software. Um, because as a, like a lover of music, like I always had the knowledge, you know, I just needed someone to kind of show me the mechanics. Um, and so that was kind of like my introduction, you know, after that first lesson, like went out, bought a, um, like a, a Pioneer SB3, you know, controller and, um, yeah, like downloaded Serato and kind of like the rest is, rest is history. Wow, man. That's super exciting. You know, you always had music in your life and, you know, from influence from your mom's records and being able to just be a music lover from a very early age. And then, you know, you were able to really just understand that, DJing had an important role in regards to the success of producers. So it seems like you have interest on the DJ side, but also the production side of music. Um, but what ultimately led for you to jump into the DJ side was that immediate return on investment that you're able to identify. Um, and then, you know, you're pretty you know new in regards to become a DJ shortly before the pandemic. Um, you got started, but you really hit the ground running, getting some lessons from one of your buddies. And that really sets you forward, you know, to move quickly in this industry, which is super important because a lot of people, they just don't know where to start. And that confusion that they have in the beginning makes it tough for them to make it far in the industry. You know, 
I would love to hear, you know, what are some things that you have planned um, and the things that you're doing right now to continue in your early journey as a DJ? Yeah. Um, so for one is that like I'm, I'm, I'm always trying to learn, you know, I'm, I'm always trying to, you know, challenge myself. So um, like my DJ you know, journey, I said, it started with, like I said, me um, on uh, the SB3 uh, controller, which is, you know, like a pretty kind of small, but, you know, gets the job done, you know, uh, especially for those people who, who want to travel light. You know, the SP3 is like a, like a perfect, you know, control. And I'm not even like a paid spokesman from Pioneer. It's just like, I'm like, man, this is just, it's just a really nice controller. Um, it gets the job done. Um, but move from there, I uh, needed something just a little bigger so I can kind of do more stuff. So, you know, transition from that to the SX3. Um, and then, you know, I really wanted to kind of learn the, the art and the science of the turntable. So I actually went out and bought set of turntables um and i've really just kind of been like learning learning that um and so as far as like just continue to learn i take lessons because if you know for djs who dj on both controllers and turntables uh there's a big difference um in just what you have to um just keep an eye out for you know it's almost like there's just more plates spinning you know you kind of see it like like that way on the on the turntable uh, versus on the on the controller um so definitely you know the continued lessons um taking you know maybe gigs that may be a little bit of a challenge i would say um you know definitely you know also it like helps me you know stay on, on my toes and also uh whenever I'm, I'm doing sets trying to not be in the same rhythm of like all right let me do the same set the same way every single time but you know, whether it's like, all right, let me, you know, maybe do the same song but a different order or, you know, let me let me change, you know, transitions up, things like that. But just always wanting to, to experiment and, and try something new uh, has definitely kind of helped me. I think that's super important, man. You have a spirit of learning and you're not afraid to take risks and you really want to challenge yourself so you can continue to improve in your craft. And that's how you move forward while a lot of DJs that are afraid to take those risks stay stagnant in their journey to become a great and successful DJ. So I'm really glad you put that out there because uh, DJs need to hear that in order for you to improve and progress, you have to take risks. You have to challenge yourself or you're not going to improve. So make sure you're out there improving, challenging yourself, just like my brother DJ, just 100, and you'll be able to make it and thrive as well in the industry. So what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick commercial break. But when we come back, we want to talk a little bit about your branding and a little bit about the learning lessons you learned throughout your journey as a DJ, okay? Mm-hmm. And we're back with the My DJ Story podcast. I'm here with my brother, DJ Just 100, telling an amazing story about his journey as a DJ. So brother, talk to me a little bit about your branding. Your name is DJ Just 100. How'd you get that name? And what does that branding mean to you? Yeah, yeah. So um, I probably think that was early on like a challenge thing i'm like okay like what do i choose as a name like i said my name is 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 jason um and just didn't know what to kind of like do do like like with like with that um but i was talking over with like my wife and a couple other people and you know what the just 100 is about was that like i wanted to to you know every every show that i do like i'm putting in like 100 percent um, that, you know, every, every client I work with, that they know that like, you're, you're getting my, my full 
attention, you get them on full everything. You know, there is, you know, been um, a, a bar that I've DJed at, and there's only been times like, you know, me and like maybe three people in there, but I'm, I'm still mixing the whole entire time. Like, it'll be easy just to like, put on a pre-recorded mix and just be on my phone and, you know, try to get that check. But it's just like, I really want to give people this experience. Um, and so, yeah, kind of is what, what kind of birthed the name is that like, you're, you're, you're getting everything from me, you know, um, you know, I'm keeping it just 100, you know, something like that. So, yeah. 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 I like it, man. It's very suiting. And the fact that you told your story about, you know, how you've been working hard to really, make it within the industry and, and to perfect your craft it's you know you always give it your 100 your all and that has been a theme within your story and how you brand yourself you know talk to me a little bit about as a dj as dj just 100 what experience what vibe are you giving the people you know what makes you stand out and and make you unique as a dj as dj just 100 yeah yeah i think uh for me like one thing that um i pride myself in my sets is is my transitions and so uh just want to make sure, like I said, I'm choosing songs that complement one, one another well. Um, it's nice that so like my, my background is in like is in music. So as a music major in college and knowing a little bit about theory, I can, you know, like implement that into my, my DJ sets. Um and able to almost kind of like, you know, do do remixes of songs like on the on the fly, you know, um of, of, of mashups, which is something that like a lot of times you see with DJs in like the EDM world, but not so much DJs because um, my style is is really kind of hip hop and R and B, um, you know. And so you don't really see mashups that much, at least live, you know. Um, and so want to, um, you know, implement that. And so a lot of times it like that's what I get the, the most compliments on from from people is that like, oh man, like the mix is the mix is crazy, the mix is crazy. So uh, yeah, man, just. Taking like the library, knowing the songs, and then just having having an ear for it. That's awesome, man. And it seems like your crowd really enjoys you and really are getting attached to who you are and the brand that you're building and your ability to mix is really standing out. So double down on your skills, man. Double down on the things that you like to do, the things that you're getting great feedback on and be able to continue to build your brand in that manner, man. I'm super impressed and excited about the journey that you're on. And it's been a quick movement. You know, some people take a long time to really develop the scale and develop a brand around themselves, but it seems like you're moving very quickly. Uh, What's your secret? You know, how are you able to progress this quickly and, and, and get momentum with your craft? Yeah, um, I would say a lot of it was just um, practice. So um, the I was working at a university here in Houston uh, when the pandemic hit and was able to work from home for, I mean, really almost over a year. Um, and there was just a lot of downtime I had. And so a lot of it was just like, you know, every single day practice and every single day practice. And, and um, you know, one thing that the, the first guy gave me lessons told me to do was he was like, you need to start recording your, like whenever you, you know, you're practicing just, you can kind of go back and, and listen and say, okay, I should do it this way. I should do this this way, you know, that way. And early on, that's was, was what I did. Um, so like that, like that, like really, like really, really helped. And then um, this might've been like around September of last year, there's a company here in Houston that they do, they offer DJ lessons. And so um, wanted to kind of take it to the next level because 
um, wanted to, to learn what it's like to kind of DJ in the club. And I knew that this DJ knew what that experience was like. And so he was able to kind of give me kind of the, like the tips I needed to kind of take me to that, that next level. So um, really, I would say practice and having a, a mentor, a guide um, really helped accelerate that, the whole, whole experience. That's great. You know, you sought out different avenues that you can get that experience and you knew that it would help you move quicker and faster and progress within your trade uh, to get the help and seek the knowledge and the wisdom um, and the mentorship to get there. And a lot of people don't have that humility to seek help. You know, a lot of people don't have that drive to be able to pay for services or, or, or training or teachings. And it seems like you're, you're doing whatever it takes to move faster and move forward as a DJ. And, and when you're passionate about it, you'll do whatever it takes and it'll be very rewarding. And I, and I can see that, that you're a hustler and you're someone that's looking to get a tremendous return out of the investment that you're placing into DJing. So keep it up, man. I'm super impressed by what you're doing. Uh, what, what are some things that, you know, you have on the horizon? Where do you see yourself long-term with your career as a DJ? Uh, yeah. So um, one thing that like I want to do is be able to, to DJ for um, like artists. And so uh, there's a couple of rappers that I've started to develop relationships with. And it's just a matter about, um, you know, they're kind of the same boat as me as they're, they're, they're newer to, you know, the industry. And so um, kind of as, as my career is growing, their career is growing as well. And so um, just want to, you know, be able to, you know, be on tour, you know, to see what that experience is like. Um, just be able just to rock um, a crowd more than just Houston. Um, but to be able to really, you know, if I know, you know, we're on tour in, I don't know, like Charlotte or something like that, right? I can kind of find out, okay, who are the, the local rappers in, in Charlotte? And like, how can I maybe, you know, get some of their songs incorporated into my set? Just so, you know, I'm showing love to uh, like the local local people. Because once you like get into like the platform where I envision myself, um, for me, it's just like, let me see who's like the next person up, you know? Um, I'm not just going to kind of get here just to kind of chill here, but to but to help help other people get to uh, like their, you know, like their their dreams become reality. Yeah, man, I really like that because in order to make it in this industry, you have to be intentional about helping others and building meaningful relationships, because when you help others, you're able to help them while they ascend. And at the same time that they're ascending, you're ascending as well. And when we have this ecosystem of everyone helping one another, DJs, artists, promoters, producers, everyone involved in this whole ecosystem of entertainment and music, that's when we all rise together. As opposed to people trying to compete with each other and tear people down, when the spirit of cooperation and collaboration is what thrives us and allows us to build relationships and grow together, everyone eats. And I'm glad that you naturally have that mindset because it's really going to help you in life. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks. Awesome, man. Man, we really love to use your story to help other DJs in their journey as well. So talk to me a little bit about some of the difficult parts or the things that have been challenging as a DJ that a DJ that's trying to get into the industry might be facing or might face when they get started. Um, what are some challenging faces that you had and, and how did you overcome them? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so for me, I think that like some of my challenges are, are very um like unique to those DJs who are wanting to 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 spin in like clubs, bars, and I'm just kind of like larger larger venues. 
Um, which as an aside thing, that's the, the dope thing I love about being a DJ is that there's so many different avenues you can choose. It's not like this is what it means to be a DJ. It's like this one, this like this one way, you know. Um, but for you know being um, like a, a club DJ uh, and actually not being from Houston, like one thing that was challenging was just kind of getting my name out there, getting people to you know like want to like trust me. Um, you know, I was kind of starting from scratch with social media and that like I, I converted my like regular you know page to my DJ page um and so you know a lot of clubs here because it's a business and it's understandable it's like they need to know that the DJ is going to be able to like you know keep people here and also bring people to, to the venue and so a quick you know litmus test for that is just like okay show me your followers you know show me you know, like, you know, like that you can, you can sell sections, things like that. Right. And as someone who, you know, like when I started wanting to, to do the DJ stuff originally, it was more just so I said, like to hobby and kind of to prepare me for the, for the production stuff, like didn't have the idea that, that it would, it would, I would get an opportunity to, to like spin in front of people so quickly. Um, and so like kind of with all that being said, like, you know, some of like the challenges was at first getting uh, uh, just a, a venue or a promoter just to kind of give me a shot, you know? And so a lot of that was just uh, sending them mixes um, for the, the the one venue that like I ended up spinning at or I spent at uh, the most consistently. Uh, I just kind of showed up um, one, one evening just to support, you know, um, just to kind of show up, meet the owner. And he actually like wanted to test me out and was like, all right, hop up on stage real quick. Let me see you spin. And so that was like my first time I ever spent in front of people um, that wasn't like family or friends. Um, and so, you know, kind of once that door opened, the rest was, I wouldn't say it's been easy, but it's been easier because you can finally go to another venue and say like, look, I actually like, I DJ more than, you know, just, friends and family or just in my room. And once again, like there's nothing wrong with that because you're talking about like, a you know, a particular you know, type of DJ. Um, but yes, that's kind of, you know, really been it is that like, you know, getting the followers, being able to like prove to, to venues that like, if you have me here, like trust me, people want to come back. Um, that, you know, if I need a, you know, sell a section, I can sell a section, things like that. Wow, that's amazing, man. Super great advice because some DJs don't realize the importance of the business aspect and the role that DJs play within the nightlife entertainment industry that ultimately your value is based on the amount of money and opportunity and, and the business that you can bring to an establishment. It's not just about making people hear good music, not about just your ability to mix, but how do you contribute to the ecosystem of the nightlife industry and the business of it. Uh, that's super important. And also one thing you mentioned is the fact that you took a chance and you were ready when the opportunity presented itself to you. And a lot of people, sometimes they'll be too afraid to take that opportunity and they won't be ready when the opportunity finally gets to them. But just like you said, one of the hardest parts is getting that first opportunity. So don't waste that opportunity when it comes to you and prepare knowing that if you're serious about DJing, the opportunity will come. You just got to be prepared uh, for when it does come. And uh, it seems like you've done it tremendously well. 
and it's leading to more opportunities for you. And I'm super excited that you're doing that and sharing that here on the podcast, because these are the things that people need to hear to understand the tangible steps that they can take to make it as a DJ. And you've shown us and talked about it very clearly. So thank you. I just, I'm thankful that, you know, you gave me an opportunity to be on the show, man. I appreciate it. Awesome, man. And on the flip side, what are some of the highlights? You know, what gets you excited about being a DJ? Yeah, I think for me, um, like depending upon like the the different type of sets that I'm doing, just the reaction I get from crowds. Uh, so, um, you know, I'm um, 32, so I'm kind of like in like that that sweet spot where like I'm I'm old enough to like I remember like the classics, but like still young enough where like I I know like the current stuff as well. Uh, so you know, like I love 90s hip hop. That's kind of like if I could choose a genre just to camp on in for myself, it would be like that, like that genre. Um, and so uh, a couple spots I know have older crowds where I know I can, you know, really spend a little bit longer in the 90s. I love, you know, 2000s. Like I love, you know, putting on tracks that maybe they haven't heard in a while and kind of getting like the head turns, you know, or kind of like, the, oh, oh, you know, things like that, you know, especially if you start hitting them with more like the East Coast, you know, kind of like gold, like golden era, you know, hip hop. Um, for you know, when it's like a kind of like a mixed crowd um, with like leading up with age and stuff. Um, I love doing Afro beats here in Houston. Uh, you know, here in Houston, like that, like that kills, man. Like you put that on and just like everybody's vibing out. And so as a DJ, it's like you just let it look out and just see everybody having a good time. You know, and like Afro beats is just like that genre that you know. Is like like that at least in Houston like that's the money genre. Um, so like so that, that's fun. Like I said, it's the compliments you know um, that like that I get. Like um, this is past Friday. Like a dude was walking out of a, like a bar where I was DJing and it was like you know this is probably like the best advice or the best comment I've gotten so far. He, he, like he, he told me he was like don't give up, man. Like whatever you're doing, like don't give up. You know just because I don't know maybe if he knows how challenging it is to be a DJ and, and just even some of like the insecurities that come in at times. But it was like, man, like that was where I needed the time. You know, it was just like from from some random stranger who just loved the set I did. That's just like, you know, he 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 saw my talent and was able to kind of like speak, you know, speak that life. Um and so, you know, it's things like that where it's just like, man, like I like I wouldn't trade it for the world. Wow, man. No, that's super exciting. And Congrats to you, everything that you got going on. I think it's super exciting when you're able to do it and be fulfilled with the work that you're doing. It seems like you're having a great time doing it. And I'm glad to see that your audience is loving it as well. You're getting some great positive feedback. And uh, this is amazing, man. Thank you for sharing your story. You know, at this time, we're going to jump into the lightning round. Are you ready? Cool. Yeah, man. Let's do it. Describe your DJ setup, hardware and software. Okay, uh, so the ideal setup is, I said, is the, the turntables. Uh, so I have two, the Pioneer, uh, I think it's the PLX Thousands, um, and my mixer is the Pioneer uh, DJ SM7. That's like their their newer battle mixer. Um, I use needles. Um, some people use like the like the um, not the Rains, uh, the Phase, and Phase is fine. Rain is also a great brand as well, but I prefer prefer needles um, with the turntables. Um, software is uh, Serato, Serato DJ uh, Pro, uh, kind of in industry standard. Who's your favorite DJ? Ooh, that's tough. That's tough. 
probably have to say uh, Jazzy Jeff because he's like the DJ's DJ. You know, he can do it all, uh, has done it all, and like, you know, does two mixes a week. Like if like if y'all don't know this, at Jazzy Jeff, two days a week, Wednesdays and Saturdays, does an hour mix. And, and every week, you, like you're getting something new, you're getting something different. And so for me, it's like, man, like ideally, like that's where I would I would want to be. What has been your favorite party or event you've DJed at and what made it special? I'm sorry, you said um, like that question one more time. What has been your favorite party or event you've DJed at and what made it special? That's tough. Um, honestly, I'll probably say it's one of like the last one of the last ones I did. So I've been partnering with the um a promoter here in the city that, that does these comedy shows. And uh, the venue that we, we were at recently was um, one that allowed me to, to bring my, my turntable gear. Just because like, it's, it's a lot of gear at hall and you need like kind of a bigger setup. And so like with that space, I was actually able to like get on the tables. And that was probably my first time where I felt really comfortable on the on the turntables doing a gig. Um, so that was, that was uh, a real blessing. Name some great places to party in your city. Oh man! So if I'm going out, um, so I'm trying to see. There is never grown like Prospect Park um, with Camp. Um, the address, you know, like those are all that. Uh, as far as the DJ places where, where I spend at, uh, you know, Vino Lounge, um, like that's a, a a great location. You know, like I, I, I love spending there. What's one thing that you think is missing from live streaming for DJs? Um, I would say that like, and this is one thing that like I'm, I'm I love about your app. You know, is that like it, it, it makes it easier for us DJs to do what we do. Um, like because of just the current state of things, like Instagram is probably like the 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 king of all social medias as far as like kind of like live streaming things like that goes, and it's just challenging. Uh, to streaming on, on, on those platforms because of how quick that they, you know, take a live stream down. Um, and I probably was like, I I kind of get it, you know, but it's also like people just trying to have fun here, you know, and let's be able to, you know, have this party. So, um, yeah, it's just um, for for other apps, it, it's too many clicks, you know. Ideally, you just want kind of just like, hey, click this one thing here you don't have to download you know anything extra you know um so like that's one one way is that like it's too many hurdles um to to live stream and then uh the second thing is that there's not really a good way to, to as a dj to, to to get money um you know from from spending live stream especially if you're, you're if you're on if for some reason instagram allows you to start for an hour and you're you know just killing it Right. There's 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 no way for someone to be like, you know what, like, let me give you like a, a two dollar tip or something like that. Um, and so, yeah, those, those those are probably like the two most challenging things about um, trying to spend over the Internet. And shout out to any DJs, you know, personally, whose stories also need to be heard on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, so uh, my buddy DJ Primetime. Um, man, I got it's a whole bunch of them, man. I got like my um, my buddy, um, Stevie Rock, the DJ. Um, see, 
uh, Go DJ Meek. You know, these are kind of like three, you know, DJs that have been uh, like kind of like my brothers as far as mentors go. Um, there's CJ the Kid. There is, uh, you know, DJ Guys. You know, those have been some people that really kind of helped um, me get to where I'm at right now. So, you know, I think all of them have unique stories and definitely, man, tell them, man, they got to check out the podcast and hopefully they can get on, man, and tell their stories as well. Awesome, man. Yeah, we would love to hear their stories one day. And any DJ that wants to sign up to be on the show, they can do so at djsignup.com. And brother, where can people find you online or even in person if you're still doing events? Yeah, man. Uh, so online, it is, uh, it's pretty simple. It is just uh, at djjust100. Uh, so there are two J's, so DJ, J-U-S-T-1-0-0. Um, yeah, that's really, Instagram is like where I'm, I'm mostly, mostly at. Um, so follow me there. And then realize it's going to be the best way to kind of figure out like where I'm, where I'm spending at. Um, Cause it, it, right now it's kind of, it's kind of changing. Looking for like a kind of a permanent kind of like weekly thing. Um, so we'll see what, what happens with that. But until then it's kind of, you know, check it out. Probably the next uh, big event is on this upcoming Sunday. Uh, if you're in the Houston area at the Red Dwarf, um, Trey Park is uh, hosting this thing called a comedy party. It's going to be live night of, you know, comedy art. And then I'm, I'm spinning. Uh, so, you know, if you want to come out, you know, please do check that out. And uh, yeah, man, appreciate the, just the love, appreciate the follows. And um, yeah, man, like, let's get it, man. Let's get it. Awesome, man. Well, this was great having you on the My DJ Story podcast. Everyone, please follow. Check out my brother, DJ Just 100, representing Houston, Texas. He's really killing it and has a lot to come with his journey as a DJ. So I appreciate you, man. And we look forward to seeing you in the club. Let's get it. Thank you for listening to the My DJ Story podcast. If you haven't already, please join our community by downloading the club app for free in the Google Play and App Store today. While you're there, do us a huge favor by giving us a five-star rating and shoot us a message on Instagram telling us you did. I'd love to send you a free My DJ Story podcast t-shirt as a token of our appreciation. Thank you so much, and we look forward to seeing you in the club.